You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. Want to get these two jokers up. We'll be talking about them tonight. Had to do a show tonight. Because there's so much going on with the free Karen Reed movement. I didn't know when I was going to be able to do another show this week. And I just wanted to weigh in on uh, the inept and crooked Massachusetts State Police. These two guys right here. Oh, my God. We're, we're using um, the art and, and a lot of the documentation from Aiden, a.k.a. Daddy, the turtle boy, you know, he's got a lot of nicknames. Doctor. I just can't get over this. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about these these jokers from the Massachusetts State Police. And, and tonight I, I think that this needs to go to another level. Like we know the federal government's involved, but the state government, the attorney general, the state police is a joke right now. This is a goddamn joke. We're going live to talk about it tonight. And uh, also some of the other stuff, yellow t- cottage tail guy. <laughs> well, the last show was great. We had uh, some comedy uh, from the guys from uh, Canton Confidential tonight. We're going to have a different type of comedy. It's just me laughing. Uh, just the content that's coming out. Just the craziness. I want to thank... Uh, some great subscribers and donors. You can donate tonight too. People have uh, been asking us how they can support us. I would like to get some new equipment. Uh, we got a great, you know, got a great setup. Got basically everyone, everything I need, but I would love to get a second, you know, monitor set up. We had one that broke. Um, so I definitely want to get a second monitor. That's one of the things I want to do and maybe get another computer and uh, some other things, maybe a backdrop and there is a cost to do in the show. We we pay 50 bucks a month plus uh, liability insurance in case we get sued ever. <laughs> so I want to thank the folks who have been contributing to help pay for the cost. And uh, one contribution that came in, we talked about the other night was Ann McLeod. Thank you so much, Ann. I also want to, uh, this other one here that just came in, uh, they're donating through our midnightmass.substack. You can subscribe monthly. Uh, it's six bucks a month. I might even raise that to 10, um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but this person just subscribed on there, Don B. And she wrote a message. She said, Mike, you're running a great show. Love the input on the Karen Reed story. I'm a big turtle rider. That's how I learned about you. Love the energy. So thank you, Don. And, uh, Alex Miller, he's also been a supporter for a while. He just re-upped his, uh, subscription too. So I want to thank them. And if you do donate tonight during the show or even afterwards, we'll talk about it on the show or the next show. That's what we do. Thank you so much to uh, people who have been donating, sharing, listening, supporting the show. And we might take phone calls later on tonight, too. We might even take a chance to do phone calls. We'll see. Uh, Last time, I mean, I do like phone calls, but we always get the prank calls. And that's usually when we end it. But. We'll see. Like, maybe we'll take calls tonight and we won't take any prank calls. We'll see. <laughs> so, anyways, let's talk about this. This, this is, uh, to me, really outrageous. And I know a lot of people won't want to talk about or report it because who it's happening to. They don't like this guy. They don't like the turtle boy. They don't like Aiden. 
but he is an award-winning investigative journalist. He has broken the biggest journalist stories about the state police and the history pretty much. I think, I mean, as long as I've been around the biggest story to me was trooper gate. So here's a guy who's back to blue. And uh, when cops want to, I I believe this is what's happened is uh, when the cops actually want to uh, break the thin blue line, they contact Aiden, I think in some cases at least. And in this case, he's on uh, again, probably even a bigger story about this uh, state trooper, Michael Proctor and his partner. And he's, he's embarrassed them. Let's just put it bluntly. Like Aiden's become a part of the court case, the state court case, at least as a, as a witness. And because of his investigative journalist, you know, he, he went out and talked to the plow driver that we talked about in the last show and the plow driver, lucky Lofren, told turtle boy quite a bit. And Turtle Boy put it out on his blog and he put a transcript of the, of the call. And the reason why I'm talking about this tonight is because I'm a journalist. I've written hundreds, if not thousands of stories. I don't even know, but it's over hundreds. It's probably like three, four, five hundred stories, I would guarantee you, uh, through different outlets. Dig Boston being the number one uh, under the name Mike Can and then Mike Crawford for weeks. Like every every week I would have a story. Uh, with them for years, probably a decade and other outlets too. So I've written a lot of stories. I've, I've, you know, covered politicians and shady businesses and had stories censored and taken down and threatens a lawsuits and all this other stuff, but I've never seen something like this. And this is where it should be scary for us all. When, when cops think that they have the power and they're so brazen that they think they can just take you down, that they can just, you know, they're going to investigate their biggest critic. They're going to use the police department, their their badge, to serve them against you because you've been a critic of them. That's, that's like, should scare every person that's in the free press. That's stuff that we hear about that goes on in Mexico. That's not supposed to happen in America and especially Massachusetts. But that's where we're at right now. And these guys, and this was a month ago. This was actually one month ago from today. In August, after the federal grand jury has subpoenaed, forced to testify Lucky Lawford, the plow driver, and after Aiden has done his interview and transcribed it on his website, these two inept state police officers who neglected to interview Lucky Lawford did something they've never done before in this case. They actually recorded their interview. And the the transcript from that recording is on Turtle Boy No, Turtle Boy No, I can't even say it right now. Turtle TB Daily News. How about that? TBDailynews.com. So the whole transcript is there from that, from the state police interview of Lucky Lawford. And that happened a month ago. And basically what they were doing at this, you could totally see, just we're going to put put some of this up tonight. We're gonna, not going to go th- through it as in-depth as uh, Aiden did on his show last night. But I, I just want people to get a flavor of this and kind of give my perspective and just add to Aiden. This is outrageous. If you're a journalist anywhere, like that, it's outrageous. I know that uh, Aiden isn't that worried about it because it was a month ago and they have no, they have nothing. 
Like they have nothing on him. There was an incident where Joe Curtatoni, the mayor of Somerville, had an issue with uh, Kirk Minahan over a recorded phone call. And Joe Curtatoni, I, I think, kind of screwed up on this whole thing. And I thought he might be in the right at first because I thought, like, you know, if a guy's going to sue somebody, especially a mayor, he's got to know what he's talking about. But Joe Curtatoni was wrong. And what Kirk Minahan did was legal. And he basically tried to go after him for wiretapping. And, you know, I think it would have been on another level if he had sent the police after Kirk. And this is what I'm talking about. When you have actually police now investigating like political crimes, you know, because Aiden reported on them. And so basically, if you look at this uh, interview with Lucky Lawford that we're going to get into, let's just read some of it. This is the first part. Alan Jackson, the attorney, the defense attorney for Karen Reed, made a statement about it. And at the end of the statement, I thought it was interesting. He says, Brian Loughran's August 10th interview. So see, that was a month ago. Today's September 10th, August 10th, basically uh, exactly one month ago. The interview is the only witness interview that the Massachusetts State Police has ever chosen to record during the course of this entire 21-month investigation of this case. So that says a lot right there. And why did they go interview this guy? I think it's because Aiden reported on it, and they know that the feds have talked to this guy. And it's so obvious that they want to know about what he might have told the feds. It's also so, which, you know, that's pretty, especially if, you, if, you, if you're a state police and you suspect now that the feds are investigating you, and they want to know about Aiden, Aiden's reporting. And they want to know if Aiden broke wiretapping laws. I don't believe Aiden broke wiretapping laws on this. I don't think he recorded the call. I think he did what a lot of journalists do, which I've done so many times in my life, where someone won't come on the show or they won't allow the phone call to be recorded. You just listen to them and you take notes and you transcribe the call. I do it with a pen and paper. Some people do it with a typewriter. You know, whatever you're better at, you do it that way. I do it with pen and paper because I'm just better that way. So you take notes on it. And I think it's pretty obvious that's what happened in the situation because there were a few things that that are kind of confusing, like, you know, whether Lucky Lawford took a ride with the feds or took a ride with Karen Reed's private investigators. He spoke to both of them. So Aiden reported on that, but he screwed up who actually took the ride. So that just shows that it probably was not recorded because if it was recorded, Aiden probably wouldn't have screwed up a minor detail. And it's very interesting in this. You're going to see that the state police are all focused on Aiden. It's like, are they investigating the crime of John and Keith being dead? They should be thankful if they, if they really cared about the death of John O'Keefe. They should be thankful that Aiden has uncovered more evidence that they didn't know about. And instead, they're investigating Aiden. They're investigating Turtle Boy because he made fun of them, uh, made, you know, exposed how crooked and corrupt and, and inept they are. I see a lot of comments. I want to know a lot of people listening right now, so I just want to uh, check out the comments, put some comments up, and we're going to go through some of this bullshit tonight. 
uh, I'm a little fired up because I, I just take great offense to, the, to what they're doing here. Uh, somebody said, hope Aiden enjoyed tonight. So the Unity Club, justice for everyone. Absolutely. If you're a journalist, this should be really... I mean, he was just doing basic journalism work, calling somebody that drove by that night, working, that would notice if there was a body there. We're going to talk about that, too. Someone said, Tommy Boston, where's Dr. Turtle Boy? Riders mount up. We're off to evade the young jerks. I don't want to uh, get him thinking he has to come up tonight. I know other people might want to hear it, and uh, it'd be fine with me later on, too. I want to kind of get through some of this stuff. He knows it better than me. But I, I just want to back him on this because I really feel like this is bullshit. Uh, accountability matters on YouTube says Turtle Riders love Mike. Uh, Heidi Costa says evening fellow jerks. We got a lot going on in the jerk chat tonight. I like that. Fellow jerks. You guys are the jerks now. <laughs> Just going through all the all the comments, see if there's anything. Yeah, here's one. I'm just here for the jerk merch, <laughs> Nancy Berry. There may be some. I mean, we have had some in the past. I think we're gonna actually do some jerk merch. Really, seriously. I'm just going through the comments. I want to see if there's anything else, you guys want to comment on so far my opening screen i think you guys know where this is going to go tonight this is a good one because this is where i want to start to go to it's like what can people do about this all of this anyway, i want to talk about the government and uh canton too comment says well you should file a complaint on the administrators who testified as reps these are state police. I think that, that it's time to uh, contact the attorney general on this. I guess Mass Vocals is talking about the CCC, which we, we've been covering that too. Cannabis Control Commission. Uh, Dixie commented on uh, the Como brothers. They were funny on the last show. Yes, they were. And AC says, Yuri... Looks like a cartoon character. We haven't even said their names yet. That's Yuri right there. These are two state police jokers. This is Michael. That's Yuri. They're complete clowns. Yes, they are. Uh, Caroline writes, so glad you're doing a show tonight. So much has gone on. It's mind-blowing. It is. And it's like, I almost, I just didn't even want to miss it tonight because I feel like there's so much happening, like things quickly, you know, get moved aside because something else happens. And I think that's what's going to happen this week. We got this hearing on Friday and you can see that her defense is mounting like they're 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 putting on a strong defense right now. They're asking for the bail to be gone. And, and basically why they're saying the bail is good to be gone. It's like, look at look at this. <laughs> like you said human hair. There was no human hair. Look at this thing. Look at the, look at Lucky. Look at, you know, look at the federal. There's so much that they, I, I'm not even touching. Like, you know, there's so much that they have going right now. I would not be surprised if, if charges get dismissed even. 
Not saying it's going to happen, but we're at a point where anything could happen right now. That's that's why I feel like the stuff that's happening, and and these two jokers, they're not helping at all. Someone mentioned daddy. <laughs> When's Father's Day for Daddy? They're all talking about the t turtle boy. A lot of turtle riders here tonight. Uh, someone said, uh, AC said, I hear nothing from the attorney general unless they're quiet for a reason. Could be, but I think we have to raise hell on it. Like she goes on radio shows like, uh, or even the governor, the former attorney general who's friends with the attorney general. She's the head of the state police, right? Mara Healy. These folks go on shows like, uh, you know, the Jim Browdy. What is that show called on WGBH? People should call in, ask him about it. And I'll give you a tip when you're calling in to GBH, like think of a question that they actually want you to ask and then ask a different question. They used to let me through. They never let me through anymore. They don't like me. I wonder why. Uh, here's another good comment. Accountability Matters says, that interrogation questioning was terrible. Look at the turtle, not the Ford Edge. Exactly. Like if you if you're gonna talk to Lucky, you want to talk to Lucky about what he knows, not about talking to Turtle. I mean, unless you're a Turtle fan. I mean, I was kind of interested because I kind of you know like to know how the Turtle operates. He he calls him at seven thirty in the morning. Uh, I've never pulled that one. <laughs> but you know, like these guys are like more into the Turtle than the case. And and when they're interested in the case, the questions that they ask, they're trying to discredit Lucky. Seems like they were trying to pressure him too with his bosses. Did you report like, like there's a school monitor. Lucky seems like a stand-up guy too. Like it's a deal with these scumbags, these two scumbags. Like that's, that's what I'm going to call them. They, these guys should be on every list. What, what's that post list? They should be on the post list. They should be gone tomorrow. They're weaponizing their, their position, Massachusetts state police to go after a journalist. For just doing his job. More comments. Kev's a joke. We're going to talk about him tonight. I mean. <laughs> Kevin is so absurd. I say Kevin went full, the full Wendy Murphy. That's what I say. I heard Wendy's been quietly lately. I don't know. Because she blocked me. Just like her son. <laughs> Gang, gang, turtle, gay, gang. There it is. Please don't make us watch Kevin's cartoon again. I know that's the thing. Maybe I'll just rag on it without even like playing it. I don't know. It's just, do we have to watch that again? I got some questions for Kevin, just so I don't even forget. Like, I, I like everyone has been posting on social media. Who made that video, Kevin? Did you make the video, Kevin? Because I didn't hear you say that. I want to know where that video came from. Who made that video? Whose idea was it to make the video? Was it your idea? I also like to know who Kevin's actually talking to. Is he talking to the defense? He's talking to Wendy Murphy. He's talking to Coffin Daffy. 
And, you know, he could say, you know, I'm not going to reveal my sources. Well, I mean, Wendy Murphy and Coffin Daffer. I mean, we just, we want to know if you're doing business with them. Because they seem to be, they, they throw it at Turtle Boy that he's on the take, that he's taking money. I think that those two are the ones that are always looking for the money, if you know what I mean. And I don't know about Coffin Daffy. I don't know anything about it. But just watching what she does, I will. I don't trust her. I, I would definitely see her the type that's like looking for a book deal or some shit. All right, let's look at some more comments. Uh, Castle Protection says there. Uh, Castle Protection says I'm sending you a dono. Very nice. We'll be reading hopefully some donos tonight. Some donations. Some jerk curtains. I I know I need some new jerk curtains back there. I need something else. My friend was like, what do you, grandma pick out those? I was like, no, it's my wife. My I call her my wife. She's my girlfriend. I, we're, we're, we're partners and everything. I'm just, I'm just trying to decide what comments to actually put up right now. There are a lot of comments. Mike, you effing jerk. Jerk towels keeps coming up. <laughs> People love that one. Yes, the energy here has always been great. I I feel like uh, I'm kind of down tonight, but I'm I'm trying to stay up. Play for me. Hi everyone, love your show, Mike. People still asking for the doctor. Here's another one. Riders, where's the doctor? All right, I think that's enough for the comments right now. This is the, you guys are like coming fast and furious. You know, I got a question tonight. I guess in the comments, that's what I want is answer to a couple of questions. Number one, I want to know where you're listening from. Turtle does that a lot. So I want to know where you're actually listening from tonight. I also want to know who, who have been the favorite guests so far that we've had on the show that you've seen. And I also want to know what's the other thing. There was one other thing too. Oh, I know. Who's the biggest dummy tonight? Is it, is it these two jokers on the screen, the state police guys, or is it uh, Kevin from Yellow Cottage Tales? Because we're going to be covering them both tonight. I want to know which ones do you think are the biggest dummies. So those are all the questions that I want to ask you tonight. And if you have any questions for me, you can always hit them in the comments. We may even take some phone calls tonight. But let's get back to this document. I mean, I think you've, we've all seen this at this point. But here it is. This is where they start asking Lucky Lawford, these two state police boobs. They want to know what, what he was doing when he, when they, when, I mean, this is like breathless fan groupie shit. This is like me with like Eddie Vedder, like I love Pearl Jam. You know what I mean? Like Chris Cornell or like if, if, if uh, Kurt Cobain was alive, I'd be like, what were you doing when he called? Like, like, are you shitting me? I think they're huge fans of Turtle Boy. This is what they want to know. The state police are talking to the to the uh, plow driver who was there the night plowing the street in front of the house where the body of a Boston police officer were found. And they want to know about his phone call with Turtle Boy. And the first question, like one of the first questions is like, 
Oh, he surprised you. What were you doing when he called? <laughs> oh man. It just, it, this is the stuff. And, and the, it gets worse. Like these guys wanted to know if he had a copy of the phone call on the phone. They wanted to know if, if he had illegally wired, you know, wire, they were basically, you could see this in, in this whole thing that these guys are there to try to set up turtle boy and to discredit turtle boy. Not to solve a burner. Like that, that should disqualify them from this job. They should be done. They're like, do you know where where it was reported? I believe it's Aiden or Turtle Boy, uh, Brian Lofren. We call him Lucky. Lucky Lofren said. Sergeant, let's say his name. Budenichik? I don't even know how to say his name. Sergeant Butterwatt. <laughs> Are you familiar with, with his or his platform and the blogging that he does and the video on YouTube that he conducts? Lucky says, yes. Okay. When was the last time you spoke to Aiden? Monday or Tuesday? I want to uh, say it was. It was Monday. Monday or Tuesday? It was Monday. It was Monday? Yeah. And how did you guys communicate? He called me. Then he's asking him to open up his cell phone. Lucky says that he doesn't keep, you know, the cell phone calls. He gets rid of them. He had just gotten rid of them on. You delete your phone number. I delete all calls. Any calls that come in. I keep it for a month and then I delete, he said. So he's looking to, to, to look it up. This is the important part right here where it's circled. Want to know if he was misrepresenting him. This is an interesting part, too. This is where uh, they asked, did you see anything of the ordinary that day outside of the vehicle parked there and obstructing your initial pass, pass by? No. No? Obviously, you've been asked about this before. By who? Turtle Boy and the feds? <laughs> and the uh, defense... Private detectives? Yeah, you know that, right? So let me read that again. <laughs> oh, my God. So these guys who are supposed to be investigating, three parties have already investigated, have already talked to Lucky. And these guys were the first investigators. They never talked to Lucky. So this is... <laughs> no? Obviously, you've been asked about this uh, before, so it's not a secret why I'm asking you these questions. If you did see a body in the roadway or on the side of the road, would you call it in? Absolutely. 
But the day you didn't see anything suspicious, no. So they're trying to discredit him. You can totally see it. But they're finally actually doing their job and asking him that. After Aiden's talked to them, after the feds have talked to him, after the uh, defense counsel has talked to him. A little late, guys. So there they ask, uh, here's Trooper Proctor. He wants to know about the Ford Edge that Lucky saw. So Lucky saw Ford Edge parked out in front of the uh, of the house. He says, was that the only time you saw the Ford Edge? Yes. So on your second pass, I mean, it was there for a significant period of time. It was there for at least an hour into the storm. It wasn't enough that it required me to have it removed. There wasn't a lot of snow on the ground at the time, and I could just go around it. So they did do some actual real stuff there. But, I mean, come on. It's pretty obvious they didn't give a shit about any of this stuff, these two guys. Get another comment. I want to read the Colin transcript. Oh, don't we all? Imagine what he told the grand jury. I think they'll get Lucky's phone GPS. I mean, I think they, oh, the phone. Yeah, that might be, hmm. I wonder. Yeah, apparently the truck GPS was down. But I, I just think the whole point of this, though, is that these two crooked state police, Michael Proctor and his partner, they, they did not care to talk to Lucky until they got exposed, until Aiden talked to Lucky, until the feds talked to Lucky, until the defense talked to, talked to Lucky. It's pretty obvious that they didn't want to talk to him. And now they go to talk to him and they kind of try to discredit the guy. They give him a hard time about uh, a basketball rim he hit. Ask him if he reported it, which he did. Like, they're totally trying to discredit the guy. And then they spend, like, it seems like almost most of the time talking about Aiden and how they want to try to get him on wiretapping charges that, for allegations, probably from the internet, from the whack pad on the internet, that seem totally BS. They have no evidence. And I just want to put it out there. Has Michael Proctor's partner ever investigated anybody for wiretapping? And have they ever investigated anybody for wiretapping where there's no victim complaining? Because every anytime I've ever seen a, a wiretapping investigation, it's either cops complaining about being recorded, which was proven to be, uh, you know, constitutional to record the police in public. So those cases were thrown out. Any other type of wiretapping charges I've ever heard of or seen in all my journalism careers or in reading the newspapers, it's always somebody complains. Usually someone taped their boyfriend or girlfriend or business associate or celebrity without telling them. And someone complains to, to the police and provides evidence. That's usually how wiretapping charges kick up to the police. In this instance, Lucky isn't complaining to the Massachusetts State Police about Aiden recording his call. I don't think Lucky believes that Aiden recorded his call. There's nobody complaining. But the Massachusetts State Police decide to go out and seem to investigate this. That's what it looks like. That's what the transcript shows. 
And that's disgusting. Like, I want to know that has the how many times has the Massachusetts State Police done wire tapping charges? And have they ever done it without someone filing a, a complaint first? Seems pretty easy to answer. Selective enforcement. And and for something that's not even a, he didn't commit a crime. There's no evidence that he committed a crime. In fact, all the evidence shows that he didn't. That's why they haven't followed up. But they sure wanted to. They sure were hoping. They were sure hoping. So, I just want to comment on that. I just, I just think it's really disgusting. And there's a lot that they need to release. I, I want to see uh, the text messages from John O'Keefe and and uh, the brother, the Albert, who's a uh, Canton police officer. There's apparently a video. There's a lot of things they haven't released. The 911 calls. People are talking about that in the comment. There's a lot that needs to be released. Oh, yeah, we can talk about the Yellow Cottage Tales, too. I, I was thinking about playing that video, but I think it's so played out and so ridiculous. But I just, you know, here's a guy who says, you know, we can't we can't be a mob. <laughs> and then he's joining, like, the most, like, the people, like Wendy Murphy, who whose whole claim to fame is inciting mobs against people. That's what she did in uh, the Duke Lacrosse case. So, and then he puts out a video that's like really far-fetched and friggin' ridiculous <laughs> that basically says, oh yeah, she did it. This is how she did it. I'm really smart. I, I thought it might be this way. Then I thought about it and I'm really smart. I figured it out. Nobody else can figure it out. But Kevin is the smartest guy in the room. Kevin has it all figured out. And you know what? I think he is jealous of Turtle Boy on this. I think there's something going on there. I want to feel bad for the guy because he's got cancer and he seems like a, he means well, but I, I think this shit got to his head. I've seen this before and I don't know him. I'm just watching. I'm just watching the show, man. I have it all figured out. Yeah. Anyone that's like, and it's so funny too, because he wants to pretend he's not that guy. He's like, I'm cautious. I'm playing both sides. All the evidence. No, dude, if you look at all the evidence, there's only one thing that you can conclude. This is the most shoddy investigation I've ever seen with a bunch of jokers who are morons and corrupt as hell. It's obvious. I don't think he has an experience. I want to know what Kevin's experience is in journalism and following the news. And like, I have a feeling that he's totally out there. Like I, I feel if I look at his politics, he'd be crazy too. Probably thinks, I don't know. I don't want to go on that far. <laughs> Let's, uh, I think that's where I'm going to leave it at Kevin. Kevin, do better. I want to talk about something else too tonight. In Ken, the selectman, there's been a lot of shit brought up about Chris Albert and Chris Albert and all the money he owes people and how he's a financial disaster and a deadbeat and doesn't even show up at court when he owes people money and they sue him. This is not a guy who should be running the finances 
having any say or input. He can't even run his own house. He shouldn't be running Canton. He shouldn't have any say. Uh, he's about substance abuse. He's on the substance abuse. He was put on the committee that they have appointed. He's a representative on the select board, and there's tons of pictures of him drinking with all these kids, underage kids. This is not a guy that should be on the select board. This, and with all the other controversy, too, and the way he's acted, calling people losers, he should not be on the select board. And I don't know if the select board can actually remove him. Lisa Nelson just made a great comment on this. $140 million budget. That's what Canton is. Canton is like, you know, imagine you have a business that's got a $140 million budget and you're putting a guy in charge that owes everybody money, never pays. I was a financial advisor. I managed at my peak, probably a hundred million dollars. And one of the things that we always had to do is disclose our financial condition. Cause if we, owe, if, if, if I owed a half a million dollars to somebody and it was in huge debt and couldn't pay my bills, I, I might steal. <laughs> like, that's it, right? I mean, let's just be honest. Or I might do something else shady or illegal. Game the system because I'm in financial ruin, right? So you had to disclose that shit. I think that, that they should do the same thing with Select Board. You're running a $140 million budget. There's a lot of shady things you could do for some kickbacks. So I think that there's a lot there that disqualifies him. He's not fit to serve at this time. And especially with his family crisis and all the other conflict of interest going on with his family, he should resign and he should be forced to resign. And I'm not sure that the town can force him, but I think every select board member can request in public, at a meeting, in writing, and say, dude, you need to resign. And I think that the citizens of Canton need to stop pussyfooting around with them all. Every single select board, every single public official in Canton should be asked, are you going to ask Chris to resign? Are you going to go on the record and say, Chris, you need to resign for the good of the town of Canton? It's that simple. You either care about Canton, and you want the, the town to move on beyond this and to, to establish a base minimum of trust or you don't. And it's time to put all of them calmly, every single Canton selectman, select person, they need to be put up to the mark. That You need to ask the question over and over and over and over again. Will you ask Chris to resign? Because they can all do that. They can all ask that he resign. So I think that's where I'm at tonight. I'll probably read a few more comments, but I, I think I got it out. I don't think I need to go through every single slide and every single detail of what these jokers did. But what they did is it's like way over the line, way over the line. And if the Boston Globe or any of these outlets don't start covering this crap, like, shame on them. They're losing credibility. You know, you have to cover this. These guys are doing really unethical shit. Yeah, someone said, uh, oh, let me put this up here. 
send you on Facebook a hilarious video debunking Kevin's animation video. Yeah, I saw that. That was good. I think we've all seen Kevin's video and the debunking video. That's why I'm like, you know what? Maybe we don't need to play all that again tonight. You know what? I might want to play some of the other videos. You know what? I, I do want to. I want to look that up right now. There's some good stuff. There's been so many funny videos. There was one today that I saw that I, if I could find it, I'm going to play it for you. I think a lot of us have seen it, but if anyone hasn't seen it, it's just a bang bang video. You know which one I'm talking about. Let's see if we can find it right now. This is where I wish I did have a phone call. You know what? I'm going to put up the phone number too. Let's see if I can do three things at once. Let's. I said I might try to take calls. Let's do that. Hold on one second. We're going to turn the lines on, see if they work. Usually it doesn't, but let's try this too. Let's go all out to try to get this to work right away. All right. It says it's connected. So let's put up the phone number too. So you guys have the number. You can call in. There we go. 978-560-3155 if you want to call in. And then, you know, if we take a call or two, I can look for the video that I want to put up too. So if anyone wants to call in, you want to say something about what's going on here, 978-560-3155. I'm still going to look for the video too because uh, I love this video. Of course, I can't find it now. Oh, here we go. Yeah, let's play this little cute video. I've been wanting to get the bang bang on the show, so this is going to be a good opportunity to do this. Let's see if we can do that right now. Yo, your advantage, boys. I will beat all your asses. I promise you, I will fuck you all up. Pull up, bitch. You're a bitch, bro. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, you pussy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Clean cold, boy, you be knocked out. KO. Bang, bang. 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 Bang, Bang bang! 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 Bang Bang bang. Bang bang. Bang bang. I'm truly sorry, bang bang. <laughs> that was fun. I love that. So yeah, we're we're uh looking at comments again too. I want to post some more comments. But again, if you guys want to call in, got a number there, 9785603155. I know a lot of people just like to watch. 
That's fine. Leave your comments too. Uh, Rooster writes, great covering this. I have a bad feeling these dirty cops are going to charge him in order to silence him. See, I don't think they will. I think they would if they thought they could get away with it, but I don't think that they have the evidence to do that. And I think it would blow up in their face, and I already think that they realize it after it came out. <laughs> and this is the type of shit that just, like, it further backs the narrative from the defense that there's shady shit going on. It's so obvious. So uh, I think we have a call right now. Let's see if they're on the line. Hi, caller. Are you there? Oh, my name's Justin. And I wanted to ask, what would your recommendation be? Would it be best to go to the ethics commission to file a complaint against the state trooper factor? Or is there another entity government entity that you recommend you know what i don't know about the ethics commission i like i know that they you know any politician they'll definitely you know take your complaint about i don't know if they do state police so you might just want to you know give them a call and see before you bother contacting them uh but the attorney general and the governor you know and even the oh, state and yeah go ahead and I wanted to start to interrupt. I wanted to say you gave sound advice. I called the Jim and Marjorie show to speak to the Attorney General. And I called right when the show started. And I said I wanted to speak about the Karen Reed, to be honest with them. And coincidentally, I never got on. Yeah, a lot of times they, uh, it's funny because I, I used to get through a lot. And then one day I was like, I can't remember who they had on even. But it was like I, I was following up on one of the stories I wrote. And I was like, I, I work for Dick. You know, I, I wrote a story for Dick Boston. I want to ask a follow-up question because they didn't answer. And that was when they were like, nope, you're with the media. You can't come on. Like, it was like, really? Like, oh, okay. Like, you know, and they never took another call from me. Like, I think I'm a blacklister or something. So, my, you know, and a, I, I used to. As a badge of honor. Yeah. And I used to call a lot of different shows, too. I just don't have the time for it, too. But uh but I think the idea a lot of times is you want to, um, if you hear them talking about something else and you know that they want to talk about that, bring that up and maybe a couple topics, you know what I mean? Like, like I want to ask about this. I, I just think they, I just think they'd hang up on me right after. They, they, yeah. I, I just don't think they'd answer my question if they do it that way. That's the only problem I see. But uh, you're I want to in. thank you for yeah. taking my phone but call. Even, even then, like a lot of times it depends on who's like, especially on that show. It depends on who's yeah. answering the question. Like, so like, I think my experience on that show is that Jim and Marjorie will totally kowtow to whoever you're asking that question to. And I think maybe Mara Healy might actually take that question. She might be like, you know what? I can answer that. Like she might. Like you don't know. So that's the thing with politicians. You really don't know which kind of stuff that they don't want to touch. So I would, I would try it like with both attorney general and, uh, well, the, and last the thing, governor. I, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but on December 12th, that's the next time the attorney general is going to, going to be on the Jim and Marjorie. So for anyone 
Is that uh, Campbell? Andrea Campbell? Yes. Awesome. What's the other day yeah, again? December 12th. Is that at Andrea noon? Andrea Campbell at noon, usually from noon to one on December 12th. I don't know what day of the week that Let's is. Let's try to get as many see. calls into that show. <laughs> and, and the governor, too. Yeah. Oh, she goes also, on there. It might be at the Boston Public Library. There you go. That would be the best bet is to have people to go, because they do it live at the Boston Public Library quite often. And then the, the person comes in, so if you get a whole audience full of photo writers, they'd have to say something. Yeah, and bring the, you know, wear the shirts, too, the free Karen Reed and, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. So, and there's the Boston it's Freedom Rally. Talking to you yeah. and I enjoy your show. Oh, thank you so much. Are you going to uh, go into the events this week in, in the drive-in or the uh, court? court? I, I, I'd like to take time off from work. It's just uh, diffi- it's difficult. It's wonderful. I, the thing sold out, I think, the Friday night. It is, is yeah. Wonderful. I didn't get tickets. It's Yeah. And they're, they're almost like, they're talking about, like, Two hundred thousand dollars that they're going for now to raise. So that's they're ra- they've raised a lot of money. It's unbelievable. Yes, impressive. And it's nice that you and other people are picking up on it. I hope more do. I really do. This is like yeah. this affects all of us when you can't trust the state police or the DAs. <laughs> like this, is, and it's just not like one town or one in- instance. This is like more common than people think. And lastly, they say truth is stranger than fiction. Unfortunately, in Massachusetts, truth is sadder, sadder than fiction. This is a very sad time for our state. It's no one would ever think we could be that corrupt. I know. Really. But it's nice to know it. It is. So I'm glad that people are, are but, noticing and doing something about it. But I hope some more people call. Thank you for taking my call. I, I enjoy your show. Thank you so much for calling. Call again. Thanks. And we did miss a call. I'm going to try to call that person back if I can. Let's see. What's up, Mike? Hey, you're live. You're live to tape. You're on. What's going on? Uh, this is Nick. So I just want to do uh, just have a few people in the comments. Um, we're talking about Pat's Nation. And uh, so on Instagram yesterday, uh, Pat's Nation, who has 72,000 followers, decided to uh, quote Karen Reed saying, I hit him. Uh, it really aggravated me. And, you know, a lot of people were in the comments of the posts uh, writing free Karen Reed. And I noticed that he had an account linked up to his account, which was called Pats Unlimited. So all the comments got moved over to his post as well, you know, saying free Karen Reed, posting the frame video and everything. And I noticed today he made a post saying, listen, you know, stop spamming my page. I really appreciate it, blah, blah, blah. So I messaged him and I said, hey, listen, you know, we'll stop spamming the page, but you got you to gotta tell me who who has uh who runs pats nation and this guy was so quick to be like hey it's a dude named ken i'm like well who's ken he comes up he says ken dougal and if you're familiar with who the dougals are carl dougal is uh was a former friend of john o'keefe um so it's just crazy how deep these people are getting to uh try to get the word out that 
you know, she's guilty. And it's only a few select people who are doing this. And I find it very strange because I think they may not be connected directly to the murder, but I think there's more people than, than we think are involved in cover, covering up something to do with this murder. Whether yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be know, interesting to see where yeah. the federal goes because it may go to other cases. Like, it, you, we don't know. So let me ask you, is this the famous Nick Rocco? Because people are freaking out right now. Yes? Yeah, yeah, this is me. Oh, awesome. You're the dude, who, you and your wife have been raising so much money for Karen Reed defense. It's been amazing. Tell us about, like, what's going on. You got billboards. You got this huge event. Tell us everything. Well, so, all right, let's, let's talk about the billboards first because – I am as anxious about these as everybody else is. And, you know, I'm relaying the message to everybody as I receive it. Um, you know, the, the mobile billboard was supposed to be up last week. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. And I found out today why. And it's because um, certain companies. So on, a, on the mobile billboards on the highways, they don't want QR codes, which is understandable. So the slide that I submitted to them. Um, had the QR code on it. It's going to be the same one that's on the Foxborough billboard. So I sent that to them. They submitted it. And the company was basically like, hey, listen, we can't have this. We have to change it. So it took a little bit more time for them to alter the slide. I was told yesterday that Weymouth uh, billboard on Route 3 is is going to be up tomorrow. Um, also, the, uh, he's given us a billboard for free in Boston that's also going to be up tomorrow. Now, you know, don't quote me on it. I'm just telling you guys what he told me. And he said, Monday, this, they are going to be up. I don't know exactly where in Boston. Um, that's a lot closer to me. So I'll be definitely driving around Boston tomorrow. Uh, hopefully you can tell me the location. And, and once I find everything out, you know, the page is going to know first. Uh, and then the Foxboro billboard that I, I posted the tracking so everybody can track where the vinyl is. It, right now, I just checked. It's in it's in Connecticut, and it's supposed to be delivered uh, to Cohasset tomorrow. So if it's not up tomorrow, it it should be up by Tuesday. Um, basically, we're just waiting for that shipment to come in. That's awesome. I can't wait to see the uh, photos of the people showing up to that thing. There's two of them, right? There's, there's going to be three. Three. Um, yeah, there's going to be Foxborough on Route 1 right in front of Gillette. There's going to be one uh, one on Route 3 on Weymouth right near JF Price. And then the Boston location, uh, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, I'm assuming it's probably going to be on 93 because um, that's where, like, every billboard is <laughs> on 93 right near the garden. So that would be my guess, but I'm not 100% sure. Oh, I know that one. They used to have uh, Rev Clinics on there for a while. There different dispensaries and the casino. That's always what you see on that one. I would love to see that. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I've learned a lot about billboards. Um, so obviously, there's a there's a few there's a few big companies, right? Clear Channel, Outlook. Um, there's a few big ones, and I didn't realize it worked like this, which is Clear Channel owns their own billboards, right? And then Clear Channel also manages private owners billboards so the billboards that we have are privately owned just managed by these companies so because when i first when, when i was on the journey to find these billboards it took me like three months to find to find one billboard like i called outlook they said absolutely not clear channel absolutely not 
Um, oh, uh, there was another one that there was a couple that I called. Everyone was like, no, no way. And then someone in the group reached out to me and was like, Hey, I have a connection for you who owns billboards personally. So I got in contact with them and they, and they were, you know, they were team Karen and they were on board to run it on the billboards that they own. So, I mean, and shout out to the group, you know, raising $10,000 in less than two weeks. I mean, really in five hours we raised, we raised $10,000 to get these billboards up. And it really is, it goes back to these people in the group. Uh, everybody's supporting Karen. It's, it's amazing. Now you've been doing this. Uh, you, you'll have like a goal. I saw that you just posted. Was it like 200,000 to hit the, that goal? So that, that, that goal. Yeah. So what I want to do for, um, you know, I'm assuming, I mean, if I was in Karen's situation, um, the, the week of court, the court date, I mean, it must be so stressful. Um, you know, she probably has her lawyers here for a few days at a time, paying for them to stay here, fly in and it's not cheap. Right. So the best, the thing that I, I find the best way we can help her and probably the best feeling she we could give her other than supporting her at the courthouse is to have, you know, hundreds of dollars coming in for her donations because one, not only, not only does that help her pay for her attorneys to fight this case, but after a rough week of probably going over all the same stuff, the same stressful stuff to see all this money coming in, I'm sure it like really just is like a pickup for her. It's amazing. You, you're amazing. Um, you've seen some of the stuff from Wendy Murphy and uh, Jennifer Coffindaffer. What, what's your feet? Like, I, feet, I, what would you I, want to say to them? If, if you could get reach them. Um, that's funny. So I'm not on Twitter and I'm not on Twitter because there's just too much. Uh, there's just too much going on. Like I don't normally, I, I don't normally get involved with things like this, um, especially murder cases, but usually like me and my wife, we live a, we live a low key life. We don't get involved in a lot of stuff like this. Hence uh, that's why I'm not on Twitter. I feel like Twitter's filled with, um, a lot of trolls, a lot of people stopping problems. And I, and I, and I don't, I don't have time for that. And honestly, I mean, I'd probably say the same thing that anybody would say to these two people, which is where the hell are you getting your information from? Like as an FBI agent and a lawyer, I mean, I, I'm neither one of those and I can read between the lines or not even in between the lines. I can see what's going on here. I can see the facts. So I, I think, I don't think they're getting paid by somebody, but I think somebody is in their ear saying, hey, you need to help out either my son, my nephew, something along that lines, I think is what's going on with them. Awesome. I'm, I'm so glad the audience let me know that it was you, Nick, because I didn't catch that. Like they told me right away, that's Nick, that's Nick. Uh, and they're loving you. Like our comments have just lit up <laughs> for you and your wife here, which is, you know, pretty amazing what you're doing um so i, I are you gonna be there on friday i'm guessing yeah so i'll be i mean i'll be at the courthouse friday morning um i have to meet the mobile billboard truck i think around seven in the morning um so i gotta leave my house around like i think probably like six six o'clock in the morning with boston traffic um because i'm not from around there i'm, I'm north shore so um you're north I'll shore be there in the, yeah i'm in the north shore Me too, buddy. Um, i love it yeah. Uh, yeah, I grew up, I mean, I grew up in, uh, the town over from where you are now. So, but 
Awesome. I, I moved a little further north. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I want to say just a few things about the Star Drive. And one, shout out to Erica for hosting this event there. Um, we're going to have, so people were asking, you know, are you going to have um, like a donation box type of thing? And realistically, donations are going to be all day to the defense fund. All the raffle tickets that are going to be sold. It's going to be uh, 10, uh, 10 tickets for 20 bucks. Uh, you know, that's going to go right to the defense fund. So we're going to try to limit as like a, as least amount of cash as possible at this event. Uh, other than the popcorn and the fried dough is going to be cash because it's like, I think it's going to be like five bucks and three bucks. But other than that, we're trying to have everything go directly to the defense fund. So at the end of the night, you know, not like whoever collects the money or whatever isn't walking out of there with eight grand in their pocket or anything like that. So we're trying to make it as, as easy as possible. And basically all donations and payments for everything is we're going to try to direct right to the defense fund because also, you know, obviously Karen's not, I'm assuming she's not going to be there. So having this money flow all day long, I really believe is going to be a great feeling for her. And in her, you know, her family, just seeing all this money pouring in minute after minute after minute. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's going to be a great day. And people are asking if, uh, is the billboard truck going to be driven around the courthouse? So uh, what we're going to do with that first is uh, I know it's two hour parking right out front. So uh, they're going to be, they get, they get, I want them to be parked right out front for as long as they can. Last time we were there, I didn't see any ticket people uh, walking around giving tickets. So worst case scenario, you know, he might have to pull into a new spot for another two hours. And then once court's done, basically, um, I'm going to give him a, I'm going to give him a location to go drive around. Um, and he's going to cruise around for a little bit. Just so basically, I mean, there's no point in having it sit there. So maybe drive around Canton or uh, maybe the surrounding areas just to, just to get the word out. Someone's asking me if I get the two asshats off the screen. No, I want to I want these guys to be like horrified that they're the star of the show today. For all I, I see the comment you got there. Yeah. Someone said, hit me up if you want to go fishing. Yeah. Me and my wife love fishing. You we haven't fishing? done much fishing. Uh, we haven't done much fishing this summer, honestly, because we've just been so busy with, with everything, with all the Karen stuff. And, and it's a good busy. I, we love doing this. We enjoy doing this. It's, it's it's something we like to do so we haven't been able to go fishing uh whoever that comment was um i'll definitely take you up on that <laughs> i love fishing too i haven't gone in so long but I, I i did a lot of fishing when i was younger uh let me ask you one more question a couple more questions actually because yeah as you as they're saying in the uh comments you're a rock star nick you are a rock star no you know what so listen it really all the credit belongs to this group dude it it's you know, I, people don't like all these giveaways that I do people donate to me. I just run them, but, but everyone's, everyone in this group is the real, the real heroes. They, they're the ones donating the money. They're the ones, you know, bringing my ideas to life. I just, I guess I'm the, you know, the playmaker behind it, but it's, it's, it's of this group, man. I got to give credit to this group. You got so many questions coming in. I got a couple more questions for you, but here's a question for you. From someone who lives on the North Shore, they said, Dick, where do you and Jen enjoy your favorite North Shore restaurant? North Shore restaurant. So I mean, we got we got some we got small children. We don't go out to eat too much, but 
Uh, yeah. I mean, if we go out to dinner with the kids, usually it's like a market street type of thing where, you know, they can, they can run around afterwards. Um, but if we're going to, my, my ultimate favorite restaurant, what was the name of that restaurant we went to? Uh, Zuma, uh, Zuma at the, uh, uh, what hotel is that at? It's in Boston. Um, four, four corners or four seasons hotel, Zuma restaurant. Oh yeah. Uh, that, that place was unbelievable. Awesome. Um, I got another question for you about, uh, this yellow, yellow cottage tales, Kevin is video. What, what, what do you, you must've seen that. What do you think about it? Uh, to be honest, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously what I, so when I first met Kevin, he had me on his show to talk about the giveaways and, you know, he thought what I was doing was great. And he was all for it. He was, you know, he was on, he was on our team. And then I, I, what I believe is going on, I believe he is talking with the other side, which again, there's no, there's no problem with that. If you're, if you're someone seeking the truth, you want to hear both sides, but it seems to be that, um, whoever he is talking to has him convinced of something, but he won't let anybody else know what that information is. It's just that that's a little weird to me. Like, I got to wait till Friday to tell you today's what's today. Today is uh, Sunday. And you know, the only thing that he came out with was that video and the video was so inaccurate that it was like, like it was just funny. It was almost laughable. Yeah. It was asking me if I could play the debunking video. I don't even, yeah, I don't think we need to watch that again. Yeah. It's basically Kevin's video, except he just replaces it with, you know, he replaces it with the right size vehicle. And uh, it just shows that, yeah. I mean, th- th- I mean, there's no way it happened like that. This, she didn't. She didn't hit him. I mean, it's 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 common sense at this point. It's 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 bigger than any of us. This is bigger than any of us. It's it's now in the you know investigated by the FBI, and that's some that's some serious stuff right there. Yeah, definitely. Um, any final thoughts tonight that you want to leave leave ever everyone with about Karen Reed or? And you had a lot of good info tonight about, you know, the events, but also about who's behind that account. I thought it was someone. I thought it was actually John O'Keefe's um, brother. That's who I thought was behind that account. And because I knew it was somebody like that was, you know, close. And it's it's really interesting how you find out who it actually was. Well, I messaged his like linked account and I was like, Hey, listen, if you want us to stop writing, you know, free Karen Reed, just tell me who's responsible for that post. And he didn't hesitate. He was like, all right, it was Ken. And I was like, Ken who? He's like, Ken Dougal sent me his Instagram and everything. And it was like, this guy, you know, I honestly felt bad for the, the Patriot Pats Unlimited because he's from Atlanta, Georgia. He's got nothing to do with this. He just creates football content and you know, I told him, I was like, listen, well, I'll keep my word. I'll tell people to delete their comments off of your page, you know, not Pat's nation because he, that that's, that's him doing that. This is your page. So if anybody still has a comment on Pat's unlimited, I, I highly recommend you please take it down because you know, he was, he was a man enough to come out like no games. He was like, this is who runs it, you know, and this is what's going on. And I give him credit for that. Good work. And again, uh, any final thoughts tonight that that we didn't get to that you want to bring up, Nick? Yeah, I, the only the only other thing I, I'd say is uh, 
I found it interesting when I was talking to uh, Pat's Unlimited. One thing that stood out to me was he said, um, can you stop the angry mob from commenting on my page? And this is someone from Atlanta, Georgia, who has no idea about this case, right? So my guess is this. Ken, Ken Dougal, which is Carl's brother, had told uh, this guy, Pat's Unlimited, we're an angry mob. And who else calls us an angry mob? There you go. But it, is that hilarious? Together. That's hilarious. Is that Kevin, a sword? Kevin, is, Kevin. Is that a force? No, I don't Gee, know. I'm I wonder not, if they're talking. Sure. I, yeah. Right. It makes sense. And and the other thing I want to know is, I'm okay, I know they were friends. I know the Dougal brothers were friends with John. And they want justice for John. But why are they so invested in this to prove that Karen's guilty? If you want justice, seek justice. But why point the finger specifically at Karen? It makes me think that somehow, some way, those two have their hands in the cookie jar. Very interesting. There's a comment. Don't know what. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I don't know. I don't know how. You know, did did Carl have John's car fixed? I don't know. But something's going on with them, and and, and you you're not you're not like you don't try to divert. Like for example, if my friend got murdered and, and and I would want I want to know who did it. Whether I would listen to all sides, they're not willing to listen to to anyone's side except Karen did it. Yeah, and it, it becomes more obvious by the day. Like every day that new information comes out, I mean, it's like that's what I don't get about the yellow cottage tales. Is like if you didn't believe then. Like, what about this and this and this? like every like week, this new shit that you're just like, it's so obvious. Uh, we just had a good comment that I want to read back to you, Nick, because I want to get your thoughts on it. I think it's a good comment. Uh, selling Miss Mibs wrote, do you think the yellow cottage tail videos are out there to get feedback so they can re-edit until they get it right for court? It's almost like court. Um, like, you know how they prepare, they do mock juries. This is like a you know, putting the info out is almost like a mock jury to, to see if the public is going to go for the story. What do you think about that? All right. Well, what I would like me about that, there's every, every post, every video, every link has the same six people commenting on it saying she's, everyone else says she's innocent. There's only like six to ten accounts that say she's guilty, and it's all the same, either fake accounts or this Wendy person. So it's it's I don't I don't know if they're really trying to get a feel for uh, how, how the public feels, but or or to re-edit anything. I just personally think at first I thought Kevin really was you know trying to understand both sides, but now we're at the point where it's like okay. Everything has come out to prove Karen's innocence. Nothing has come out to prove her guilt. Everything is like, oh, there's a bombshell coming, or we have video. We have that. Well, well, where is it? I mean, where is it? Yeah, seriously. It's just every day. It, it just, more. I mean, yeah. If they had something, they'd put it out. You know, there's no sense of holding it back. Like, it just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, people agreeing with you. 
And the other thing too, right? For all these people who are being being accused of doing something, if you didn't, if I didn't do something, I'd be on your show right now telling you, hey, Mike, I it ain't me, dude. You, it ain't me. Like I'd be on, I'd be on Turtle Boy. I'd be on every show exactly. to tell my side of the story. Exactly. Uh, Nobody's absolutely. doing that. I mean, I get it. You want to stay low key, but there's a certain point you have to defend your name. And I'll leave it at that. People are and complaining I that I'm missing uh, calls. I appreciate you calling me yeah. back. People are complaining that I'm missing calls. Do you know, not know what call waiting is? <laughs> All right. Well, you take some other calls. I mean, um, what do they I expect? It, no, Nick, Nick, let me ask you this. What do they expect me to do? They expect me to take, like, hang up on you and take their call? Like, that's, I don't know. Hey. If that's what you got to do, you got to do no, it. I don't care. No, you you were good. You were great. I'm glad I gave you all the time. We'll get to the other people who called. You know, they need to wait. We have, uh, we, have well, Nick Rocco. It, we have Nick on the phone who raised all this freaking money. He doesn't even go out to eat. Like he goes to the, the public <laughs> market in Linfield. Come on. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nick, for you and your wife for doing everything. Have a good night, Mike. Thanks for calling tonight. You got it, man. Take care. You too. That was awesome. That was the famous Nick Rocco. Wow. I love you guys too because you like let me let me know that was Nick. Like he just, I thought he said Mitch. Like all of a sudden, everyone's like Nick, Nick, Nick. I was like, oh my god, this is Dick Rocco. <laughs> People are complaining that I don't take their calls instead. Come on, we'll get to you. Who actually? You know what? Like, let's see who called. Who did I miss? I missed a. You know what? Let's try this one. Let's see. This might be Nick again. Who knows? I don't even know what Nick number called on. Hey, this is Mike Crawford with the Young Jerks. Did you just call us? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you? Did I you? Did. Were you already on the show? Or do you have a, a? Are you a new caller? I know. No, a new caller. Okay, so what do you got for watching us? Watching you. You're live on, on the no, show. I, Oh, I didn't realize. Uh, yeah, my question is: Did John's mother take him to court over custody of the two children? And be, be, and John won. Him and Karen got custody of the kids. I'm just wondering if that's a true story. If it was, that would give her motivation to try to encourage people to pin it on Karen so that she could get custody. I'm just thinking. I don't know. Just a I question. mean, I, I don't. I think Turtle Boy didn't report that, but I don't think he reported the second half of it. And I think that, yeah, I, I don't think that Karen actually necessarily has the rights to those kids because, like, they weren't Karen and John no. weren't married, right? They never adopted them. Yeah. No. So, like, so I don't think that's it. Yeah. I think that Turtle Turtle's probably right on the mother never liked Karen. Like that happens a lot. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I mean, how many? Yeah. How, no, I, I mean, I, how I many think, guys? One hundred percent. That your mom doesn't like your girlfriend. That that like. Oh yeah. Almost yeah, every yeah. girlfriend I ever no, had I in that. my life. Like. Yeah. No, I've done a lot of fatality investigations. Yeah. So in my yeah. career as an OSHA inspector. Oh, you OSHA. And, uh, I know the first thing. Yeah, I was an OSHA inspector. Dude, you got to. Will you text me after or send me a message because. uh I cover cannabis and we talk to OSHA a lot and I would love to have an OSHA, an old OSHA inspector on the show to talk about some shit. <laughs> Will you hit me up? What's your name? Yeah. Yeah. Phil. Phil, Phil you've got to hit me up after the show. You promise? Yeah. Me? Actually, uh, my fiance is uh, not here, but yeah, I, I, she's more capable of this stuff 
and uh, I'll have her help me. We'll get a hold of you. Okay. And so, so, uh, right, so, yes. any other comment? Like, what do you think about like the state police with with trying to set up Turtle I, Boy? What do you think about that? I, I, this stinks to high heaven. It absolutely stinks to high heaven. The evidence is just so clear and cut that I can't see how the prosecutor. <laughs> he changed just the other day. He changed in the indictment documents. Exactly. I mean, that's you can't just. That's what the their grand jury used to indict Karen. Okay. <laughs> How can you change that the this the writing of the document that you used to charge her with two years after you wrote it? Yeah. You deliberately misspelled people's names. You didn't take any photographs. If he got hit in the head at that by a vehicle and broke the light, that thick brake light, there would have been blood all over that vehicle. There would have been blood everywhere. It's not a few drops. I mean photographs is the first thing you do of, the, uh, of where it took place. It's the very first thing in investigation, you take pictures. And, and how did they all of a sudden find a hat and a shoe several hours later that the Canton police couldn't find? It's funny how he was missing a shoe and a hat. He didn't come in the house like that. How come they didn't find it until eight hours later or something? That's pretty hard to swallow. You know, and the other thing is, if you're a Boston cop and a Boston cop died in your front yard and you just invited him over to your house, why won't you come out of the house? Why won't you come out for a fellow officer to see what happened to him in your yard? That's unacceptable. And it's just, I, it blows me away that, that that happened. You know, that just doesn't happen. You don't do that. And then he, he, he sent him to Plymouth. Instead of going to Boston, where he should have gone, to get his fair salute from all of the officers and fellow brothers going into Boston. The guy deserved that. But no, they sent him to a pathologist in Plymouth that didn't know her ass from a hole in the ground. Excuse my expression. But that, that, it, it just stinks to high heaven. There's so many other angles at it. And there's more people that go all the way up to Morrissey and beyond. There's somebody paying Morrissey, too. All right, I had my say. You're awesome. Anyhow. I freaking love you, man. That was a great call. Like, like I said, there's so many things you can point to, and you just laid out like a lot of them. Like, I feel yeah, like, like Kev, how can you, like, how do you explain all that, Kevin? Uh, how, how? I, you know, what do you, yeah. I thank you so much for calling in tonight, Phil. That was a great. Yeah, no call. problem. All right, have a good night. We'll talk soon. I want to get you on about the OSHA shit, too. i want to do a whole episode with you whole episode with phil yeah yeah i'm serious all right it was nice talking to you You thank you for listening and calling thank you phil yeah bye-bye wow some great calls tonight unbelievable i love this call in let's let's take some more calls i know some people are mad that any answer the phone yeah nick rocco on the line nine seven eight five six zero three one five five i see one of the guys from the Yellow Cottage Tales. I don't want to start trouble on his show because he's a good guy. Dave is listening. Dave is in the... Uh, Dave, if you want to call in, please call in. And you don't have to say anything. You can talk about the case. You don't have to say anything about your buddy. Because I know you guys might not agree. 978. Maybe you do agree now. I don't know. 978 But if you don't want to talk about him, you don't have to. 
Maybe this is Dave. Did I just lose the call? Let me try that again. Somebody's calling. The call has been forwarded to an oh, automated. Man. Whoever that was, call back. I think that might have actually been Dave. Uh, maybe not. But we're taking calls. You got the number, 978-560-3155. Had some great calls. That was a great call from Phil. That was a great call from Mr. Rocco. I think we had another call I forgot about, too. But we've had some. Hi, you live on the show. Who's calling? Hello. Hi. You're on the show. What's your name? What do you got to I say? I am. My name is Jean. Deanie. No, Jean. Yep. Jean. Jean with a J. Yes. Yes. So what do you want to tell it? Can you Everyone's hear me? waiting for Jeannie to speak. What do you have for us tonight, Jeannie? Oh, sorry, everybody. So I think, you know, I just wanted to say that this whole thing is just, it's one sickness, and I can't believe that one person got to write the story and make sure that it was followed through with. It just, it's beyond me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you think about this latest with these two state troopers going out to talk to Lucky uh, the plow driver, and most of that focus is trying to discredit Lucky, it seemed like, and then to Oh, absolutely, no, no doubt. But yeah, well, <laughs> he's a smart guy. Um, you know, he he had stated when he first said he, that he did not record him, and that was on his show. So how that rolls out... I hope for the best again. I think Aiden's smart enough. Um, and, you know, hopefully that all works out. I think it will. Um, as far as trying to discredit Lucky, shame. <laughs> shame, shame, shame. So, yep, the whole thing's just got me, you know, very, very upset. It's And a lot of people are upset. I'm not alone. I wish I could be more active, um, but, you know, privacy, <laughs> yes. you know, and uh, it's just, it's, it's sick. It's sickening. So that's, that's all I wanted to share. I don't speak much, um, but I feel, you know, <laughs> you know. Yes. Thank you for calling, Jeannie. That was a great yeah. call. All right. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Hey, we got uh, you're on the show. Who's calling? What's up? This is Dave McGrath, man. How are you? YCT. Good. How you doing, Dave? I'm good. You are killing it lately, man. How are you? I'm doing good. What, you probably Great. been listening. What do you, What do you want to say tonight? Uh, I I heard that you were talking about Kevin, and um, you know, I was uh, defending him a little bit in the Facebook group today, and. Um, you know, obviously me and him vehemently disagree on the case. Um, I couldn't be any more sure as the days continue to progress that uh, this is obviously a, a cover-up and um, there's a lot of people um, in a lot of positions of power that we all hope 
get held to account for this. Um, you know, but I think Kevin's a great guy and I just think he's really misguided on this case. And I came in a little late tonight. I was putting the kids to bed, but I noticed that you were, had said something about Kevin. I just want to touch base with everybody and, and, and say that, you know, personally, Kevin is a great guy. He's my partner and, um, he's just wrong on this case, but he, he does a lot of great things. He's just wrong on this case, Mike. Did I lose your mic? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, you did. Sorry. <laughs> I, uh, my question I was, no, it's my bad. I had it on mute. You were awesome. You let me know right away that I fucked up. So thank you, Dave. You're a pro. <laughs> You're awesome. Um, my thank question you. about Kevin is, do you think that he's being maybe influenced sure. by some people? <clears throat> Listen, a lot of people have messaged me that exact question. And there's so much... Um, you know, I've never seen a case like this, Mike, ever. You know, I wrote a true crime book. I've been interested in true crime my whole life. I've done true crime shows for a long time. I have never seen a case with this much, maybe since Stephen Avery and the making of a murderer on Netflix. And, you know, that was sort of a national thing. And um, here with Turtle Boys reporting and everybody's so passionate about his reporting and with him getting behind it, I think that really helped. But I've never seen one that elicits this much like emotion from people, you know, and it's good. I think people are just so fed up with, you know, these bureaucracies being so corrupt and crushing the little man and Karen Reed being the little man in this case. Um, that said, I don't know. I, I really haven't spoken to Kevin in the last couple of days. I have asked him that question directly. Uh, I really haven't gotten a sufficient response and I'm not saying that to be negative towards him. You know, he can hold his cards as close to the best as he like. I, I understand that, you know. Um, I plan to ask him that on the next YCT live show. And um, I think that confrontation is good on these shows. I think I tell Kevin often, come at me, come at me very hard. And the minute we hit this thing off and we press end and the show isn't live anymore, we'll still be friends. I mean, we've gone after each other a ton. I mean, I've gone after Kevin a lot on the air and we're still friends, man. I mean, it just doesn't change anything. It's just, we disagree on this case. So I plan to ask him that soon. And um, hopefully we can give the people a little bit more understanding of where exactly he's coming from. Because I don't think, you know, really he's doing a great job of conveying his message and where exactly it's coming from. So I know there's been times in the past where people from the other side, quote unquote, the Albert clan, have wanted to come on the show and talk because they've seen Kevin have uh, sort of a on the fence kind of view of this. They did not want me to be involved, which was fine. I said, I'll take the night off. Um, I have no problem with you guys coming on. I'll sit at home and do whatever, and you guys can do the show, but that's never come to fruition. So I know there's been at least some discussion in the past between them, but where that's at currently, I have no idea, Mike. You're a good friend. Like, uh, you know, I like my my good friends that disagree with me let's put it that way like the last few weeks right it's great politically for the show. Yeah. it's great for the show. yeah like it's a lot of times people will just write you off and be like we can't be friends anymore and i always just like whether i say it or not yep. i think uh most of the time i think to myself well we're, we're, were we really friends like because if you you know so yep. i mean that's you you're showing to be a good friend of kevin which is I totally feel that, which is right. good. I would do this for any one of my friends. I mean, don't hurt anybody. Don't fuck with kids. 
and anything else we can pretty much work around in my life. You know, we can, we can, and I keep thinking, and I still think I will, I keep thinking that we're going to turn the corner with Kevin and he's going to be a big advocate for Kevin, Karen Reed, especially after what's come out this weekend with the hair. Kevin dropped a video about the hair thing. And I, I think he might've filmed that video days earlier and before the hair thing came out. We now know it wasn't even a human hair. I mean, can I swear on the show, Mike? I'm sorry. That's fine. You're great. What the, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Kevin is, is going to come around to that. And, you know, just on, on a personal note, this is a guy who gives me great advice, is always there to support me. You know, I vent to him. He knows my wife. He knows my kids. Like, I would never throw him overboard over a disagreement as, as much as it, I'm so passionate about Karen Reed's innocence. You know, I just, I could never see myself doing that. Awesome. And do you want to make any comments about, like, what's going on with the Aiden? Because I think... uh just th- that, to me, it's oh, pretty I think crazy. It's, I think that's with these cops oh, yeah. trying I mean, to set them up for wiretapping. Um, I think that there's a lot of precedence for that. I've been worried about it for a long time. Um, you know, go see people like Glenn Greenwald, Matt Taibbi. I mean, Matt, Matt Taibbi testified in front of Congress about the Twitter files recently. And when he got home from the testimony, what happened? There were two IRS agents at his door auditing him. Uh, Glenn Greenwald has been basically dispelled from polite society for pushing the Edward Snowden documents. You go against these corrupt institutions and they will fucking try and crush you, right? We just had a whistleblower uh, a couple months back with some classified documents in Dighton, Massachusetts. Those of us here in Massachusetts remember this case. They brought tanks up to his door, the FBI. We were mad at the whistleblower, but in, in the papers that he leaked, was the fact that Joe Biden had been lying to the American people about the American kids being involved in the war in Ukraine. Nobody was worried about the fact that the president, whatever you think of him, lied to the American people about our involvement in a war. They were just mad about the guy who blew the whistle on it. And it doesn't surprise me one bit that they would be trying to do that. There's a lot of people who are going to be in a lot of trouble over his reporting. And I applaud it his reporting i applaud speaking truth to power that's why i'm such a turtle book fan that's why i'm interested in this case it's because of him and it doesn't surprise me one bit i think it's despicable and disgusting but i think it's par for the course for these corrupt institutions and um uh i think they have a worthy adversary in 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 turtle boy i don't i don't think he's scared one bit as you said last night so i support him what do you think about karen reed right now like she's because someone brought that up we should be talking about Kevin, we should be talking about Karen Reed. What do you think about Karen Reed? Uh, do you think she's going to be found innocent very quickly or, or is it going to be, go to trial? Wow. Um, if you would ask me this in June, I would have said no chance this thing ever goes to trial. I was actually talking to somebody about that earlier today. Um, no fucking chance this thing goes to trial. Um, now, I think they just got to keep the charade up. I think they have to. And, um, I think this thing is a trial and we have, you know, experts come in and debate the Google search and debate other things. And I think it ends up getting to be a long drawn out thing. I hope I'm wrong. Um, That opinion could change tomorrow. Check in with me tomorrow. But as of right now, I think they just have to keep up the charade. There's too much, there's too many eyes on them. I mean, everything that they're doing now is just to cover your tracks because the feds are watching them. You know, that's why you saw the interview after the Turtle Boy reporting with Proctor and um, 
his sergeant going to see Lucky Lofren. And um, I think now they just, unfortunately, they have to push it all the way through. And that sucks. You know, you got a girl, early 40s, has a life, has a job, can't even drive, had to surrender her passport and all for what? For some bullshit, Trump dump charges. And I feel really bad for that. And I obviously feel bad for the dead police officer who at this time has no justice at all. And that's just really sad and pathetic state of affairs for the state of Massachusetts. Absolutely. Thanks for calling in, Dave. It's my pleasure, man. Keep up the great work. Thank you. You too. Have a great night. And uh, when is your next show? When is the uh, Yellow Cottage show? You know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we do one on Monday uh, and me and Kevin can have a good long discussion about where he's at on the case. We can address uh, the people. Um, we can talk about, you know, some of the videos and stuff that he's made in a respectful way. And if we need to air out our differences right there and, and some other fucks need to happen and we can all move on from it afterwards. That's really what I'm hoping for. So that's my goal right now. Is that going to happen tomorrow night? I'm really not too sure. Um, like I said, he's a great friend. We just disagree on this case. That's all. Awesome. Thanks for calling in, Dave. Have a good night. Thanks. Good night. We're the young jerks and we're taking calls tonight. Uh, I see the uncle. I see daddy's in the comments. Maybe he'll call in. I missed a few calls. I should uh, try to see if uh, there's anyone that I haven't called back yet. Uh, we did take that one. I don't know. If if we missed your call earlier, there were a bunch of calls, uh, and I'm confused about who we actually call in now. This is your... Here we go. Let's see who this is. Hey, you're live with the Young Jerks. Who's calling? Hey, this is Mark. Mark, what's up, man? What, so, do, you, what do you got like for so I would like, as a parent, I would just you get away from all the the evidence and the suppositions and all that. Anybody who has a child, a teenage child or whatever, and is being dragged through this horrible crime, and your child, such as Colin or the rest of them, weren't involved, why wouldn't you grab an attorney, break down their phone, print it all out, and go to Channel 5, 7, whoever, and say, look it, I understand these conversations are out there. Here's the evidence. My child wasn't there, wasn't there at this time, nothing. Nothing. Nobody is coming out and speaking and saying, my kid or I or whoever was not there, could not have participated at all. Why is that conversation not being had by any of the people who are being accused of this horrible episode. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> does it make any sense? It makes no a sense. A lot of it, it. I mean, it always comes back to the same thing. Turtle boys are right. Like, like that's it. The whole freaking thing. I mean, that's what every single you know, thing, like why, why they, why the, uh, Alberts didn't come out of the house. Why Kelleher didn't come out of the house. I mean, why, uh, why lucky didn't see a body. Like why all those people didn't see a body. Like we could just go on and on and on because it's so obvious. 
Yeah, but now we have all that. Yeah. But now we have all that. And now you have your child who's being vilified. Right. And you're not coming out. Yep. And saying, look at I have attorney so and so. Exactly. I have celebrex. We hide them ourselves yep. and all. My kid had to drop Here out of Bridgewater is. State College because the kids were harassing him. Yeah. I mean, it would be so easy to provide the information and put this kid in front of the camera. You're right. Absolutely. Channel five would eat that not, shit up. Not, not only her, but uh, him, but yeah. the, the one that's the nurse, the young kid, yep. the girlfriends. Um, I mean, their lives. Yeah, whoever they are and all that, but none of their parents or, I mean, family members or there's no attorneys representing them to say, look at, here it is. I know that, you know, my client's name has been brought out there. We can clean this up real quick. Yeah. Why? That's yeah. that's something that's been, that part of it is, uh, I guess it's telling because it's the absent absence of an action that's so easy to clean up. You're absolutely right. It's I, I love these calls tonight. Every single one has been like so on point. You guys know what you're talking about. That's, you, that's yeah. it. Well, well, what if it was, I mean, just anybody, like say your brother's kid, you know, you'd say, I don't know who your brother's name is. Scott, listen, hold on a second. You know, if your son Michael had nothing to do with this, I got some money. Let's get an attorney. Let's get Celebrex. Let's get it out there. Stop dragging this kid's life through it. You know, he had to leave college and can't get jobs and you're being harassed all the time. No, no, nothing. Silence. He's hiding. Ah, isn't it crazy? Yep. Except for the DA, the DA went up there and it's it made like made it even worse by lying. <laughs> uh, well, that's what happens with you know institutional you know politics. I mean, he's so embedded in the system. The system itself is, but <clears throat> you know all of uh, all the investigations and everything. But I think that the big talent story here is boy, you can get out from under this so fast. So fast. If you were innocent. <laughs> but. Yeah. All right. Thank you for calling. Well, that, that is a great point. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling and listening. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean. It's sure. Just, thank you. Okay. Good night. Good night. We're the young jerks. We're still taking calls. We're almost done though. I mean, uh, you know. I don't know what, what much more we can say tonight, but I, I think that uh, we gotta we gotta make sure the attorney general and the governor know that they're now the Mass State Police are so such a laughing stock that they're harassing the award winning journalist Aiden Carney. These guys need to lose their jobs. As uh, I want to say her name, I forgot her name actually. Oh, man. Uh, Rita. Rita, as uh, the Canton resident citizen, long time, like, you know, family, been there forever, said they got to go. You got to go. You got to go. Those two guys got to go. And so doesn't Chris Albert. Chris Albert needs to resign as soon as possible. And all the selectmen need to be asked about it. And somebody brought Rafferty up. Rafferty needs to come before the town 
and answer questions from citizens. That's what the citizens want from her. She needs to show up. And uh, John Conley, he needs to, you know, he might have to go too if the citizens want him to go. But I know that John Conley has to ask his friend to resign because that everyone wants him out. And he also has to make sure that Rafferty shows up and answers the questions. Rita is an amazing lady, lady is one comment. Oh my God, play Rita. <laughs> they want to hear Rita again. Other people are saying Rafferty has to go. You got to go. You got to go. These two guys got to go. Michael Proctor. You know, another thing I want to bring up tonight, too, is like the Elizabeth Proctor shit, the wife of Michael Proctor, how she has been harassing people, trying to get them fired for posting comments about the case and things. She's been done some really outrageous stuff. And it's just like, who does this? Like, this is how, this is a state police investigator his wife is now harassing people talking about the case online and trying to get them fired. And she may have gotten herself fired. There was a rumor. I don't know if she did, but again, there's a select board meeting coming up, I guess on September 12th. So that's this week that that's going to be exciting. You see, there's going to be so much happening this week. The 15th, you get the court hearing, you got the event that later that night, you got the 12th. You got Turtle Boy shows all week. He's going to be a guest on a bunch of different shows. The OUI guy, I guess, too. So a lot's going to be happening this week. If you want to call in, we're still taking calls. 978-560-3155. Your last chance to call in. Don't say I didn't take your call. Don't say I talked to Nick Rocco too long. Nick was awesome. Ooh, so I guess it's a 7 p.m. select uh, start time for the next select board meeting. Ooh, that may that means more people are going to show up. That may maybe even I could show up to that. Uh, Caroline writes tomorrow he's on the DUI guy. I think at noon. I think that's Turtle Boy. He's got a bunch of shows coming up. Just you know, you know what to do. You follow his schedule. Uh, I think we're just about done. I think I got it all in tonight. Okay, a couple things you can do. You know what? I want to check the donos, the donations, see if any came in. It's okay if none did. Not a big deal. But if they did, it's awesome. Like, we win either way. Let's see. I don't even know how to start. I got too many apps on my phone. Oh, whoa, couple came in. Wow. Uh, Justin sent 50 bucks. He says, I uh, hope you have many more years. And Jim Young. Uh, set 25. He said, I found you through Turner boy. Glad he brought us together. Awesome. And let me check the other one too.
looks like we got a couple new free subscribers on uh midnight mass no one no one paid donations but still i, I appreciate it any anyone that uh there's two ways you can sign up on that website it's our email list put your email in there and you can either join to be a paying member or you can just be a free member either way works make sure you you hit and smash that subscribe button and the like button tonight and you share it around with your friends yeah i want to thank everyone for listening tonight all the comments the phone calls especially usually i write them down but tonight i was a little unorganized i wasn't even sure i was gonna do a show we got very lucky tonight like uh I have a dog here, an extra dog who's been staying with me for two weeks. His parents were supposed to pick him up tonight at 8, 8 p.m. So I was like, oh, that's perfect. I'll do the 9 p.m. show. And then they were delayed. I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to come in in the middle of the show and because my my partner is staying at another house. So it's just like, I don't know what we're going to do. But they have agreed to let the dog stay for another night. So we're, we're good on that. Everything's perfect. But uh, if you guys want to support us, you can definitely do so. Cash app, Mike Crawford1 or midnightmass.substack.com. That's our website email list is what Midnight Mass is. You know, TB has TB Daily News. Midnight Mass is kind of similar to us. I don't, you know, do enough content there. If you look at it, you'll see some content there. I should do it more. I used to write a lot more, but, you know, I'm very busy with my day business. But if, you know, if we're we're generating more money, then obviously I'm going to produce more content. So I would love to, you know, phase out or sell or hire someone to do my day job and do this full time. But, you know, I'm not trying. I'm not like, you know, I'm not crying if it doesn't happen. Let's put the, put it that way. I like doing it this way, too. Uh, someone said Midnight Mass is a great series on Netflix. Yes, it's also a great Substack that we have going on. So check it out. Put your email in there, and you'll be subscribed to us when we send out emails. Uh, this is a good comment. This is one I've been thinking about too. This, you know, what's so interesting now is there's so much we don't know. All that we know, but things like this that we don't know. We know that there was an email sent uh to canton you know there was an email uh not an email uh, uh a text message text messages were going back and forth between john and keith and kevin albert and apparently there was a video so the comment from james says i desperately want to know what john o'keefe sent Kev kevin albert that would be very interesting to know we hopefully will find out that pretty soon uh caroline said that's why i like your show it's just good vibes here as i said not always sometimes i go after people like really i get pissed off especially like, like the uh cannabis control commission sometimes it's not good vibes but we feel good getting mad sometimes i'm trying to be good now though i mean this this is a difficult case we're talking about someone's life here uh their son their boyfriend, the person who was bringing up the two kids, like, so, you know, we're trying to to just cover it fairly and cover the information as it comes out and just let people have their say. I mean, that's, for me on my show, I've always let the community, I like let, letting the community express how they feel. 
And a lot of times it's been cannabis workers more, more recently. So it's been letting them take the mic and tell their stories. And I think on this tonight, it was excellent to hear what viewers and listeners and the mob, what the mob thinks. Cause we got called the mob this week. And I, I think I was a, you know, a, a couple times over the last weeks, we, we've been called like crazy conspiracy theorists and mob and like, no, we're not a mob and we're not conspiracy theorists. And I heard you tonight, the calls, like I would love Wendy and uh, the other one, Coffin, Daffy and Kevin to listen to those calls. Those That's not a mob. Those the, These people who are listening and commenting, they, they're thinking about this. They know more about this than I do, than a lot of us. I think they know more about the coffin daffer and Wendy Murphy. I mean, they're, they're ignorant. Wendy Murphy does not know what she's talking about in this case. So I want to thank the callers tonight and all the listeners, people supporting us, sending money. Uh, someone said, I love me some weed. I also want to mention that the Boston freedom rally, the mass can normal event. Now it's called mass can not normal anymore. I'm, I'm old school when I, I used to, uh, be a volunteer for MassCan. I was on the board of directors for 10 years. I was a two-term president of the organization. A lot of people call it the Hemp Fest. It's coming up this Saturday. It's going to be huge on Boston Common. Show up. I'm going to be there at like 4 p.m. I'm running a panel with cannabis workers. I would love to see you. I would love to see the free Karen Reed shirts. Come find me. If you want to smoke some weed with me, I'll be there. I'll be smoking weed on the Common at 4 p.m. Uh, on Saturday, if it's not a hurricane. Hempfest. Yeah, Hempfest, baby. I'll see you there, hopefully, Brian. And anyone else that, you know, supports the cause, come out. Uh, love the Freedom Rally. I do, too. I, I spent 10 years on it. Like, I, I overdosed on the Freedom. You can't overdose on weed. I overdosed on the Freedom Rally in, in terms of organizing it and hosting it and putting on the uh, fundraisers. I did a lot of shit for that event. I don't know if people saw Styles P there or or uh, Audix, I booked them. I I met Styles P at the uh, park station that day and walked him to the stage, and we smoked up together with the guys from High Times. And it was funny because I I was like you know I was his I booked him you know I booked his the, the night before his manager called me and I booked the craziest deal and it was actually Fifty Cent who paid. This is funny. Fifty Cent paid to fly Styles P from North Carolina to Boston the night before he bought a ticket. And so that Saturday he was coming into Logan at like one 30 or two. So I had to explain like, get in, get in the cab, get in the subway park station, come out of the park station. I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> and there's Styles P. So the first thing he's like, he's like, where's the weed? And I'm like, here, let's smoke. And I'm trying to share a joint with him. And Danny Danko from high times looks at me and says, Mike, Styles doesn't share weed. You got to give him his own joint. And I was like, oh. And now I'm like, Styles, I don't really like to share weed because, you know, we don't have to anymore. Back in the day, it was very scarce. You know, you didn't always know if it was, you know, the guy was going to come through. Now I can hit like 10 stores. I always know it's there. So, like, none of us have to share anymore. And especially with all the germs and diseases that go around, I, I tend not to share. And I just like to have the joint in my hand. I don't like waiting, you know, like we used to do in the circle. But Styles was the first one that kind of said, hey, I want my own joint. I don't need to share a joint with you, dude. So we had, we got Style like 50 joints. 
and he performed it. And it was amazing. Styles P, Boston Common. And so that's what's going on this Saturday. I can't wait to go. And I can't wait to just go and enjoy it. Host a little panel for workers, do my good little thing. But I'm not going to be working it. Like, I'm not going to be, like, running the thing and being a crazy maniac working for 14 hours on this thing and not even enjoying it. I'm just going to go and have fun. So I hope I see you some, some of you there. Now I'm starting to stumble my words. It's been a long day. I think it's time to go. It's almost two hours. That's a good show. Yeah, someone said, especially when you have friends that like to hold the microphone. Exactly. And, you know, it's, you know, for me too, like the circle thing, I always enjoyed it. Honestly, we used to, every mass can meeting, we'd, we'd do public disobedience, which meant wherever we, we were, we'd go out in the parking lot. Sometimes we do it in the basement. We get kicked out of pizzeria Uno one day for that. But we would go out in the parking lot and just take it over. And like, you know, we'd be like 50 of us smoking weed, people walking by. Hey, you guys are smoking weed. Yeah, Everyone would start joining us. It would just get larger. So we, we were those guys and girls back in the day. Uh, but, you know, when you're passing the joints around, there's always someone that holds the joint too long. They start talking and it goes out. And you're like, what the fuck? Pass the joint. And then you could be like me who has a joint and then you don't, you don't want to pass it. You just want to keep smoking it. People getting, so either way, it's always, it's either you or them. So that's why styles P was right. We all need our own joint. We call it a safety meeting. Yeah, absolutely. They, you guys, you guys know, Oh my God, I took three puffs. <laughs> Oh, someone's talking about hyper, uh, me, uh, you don't even know how to say it. Hypernesius, the weed thing. A, a lot of people have, uh, some strange new thing that is happening with cannabis, unfortunately, where they get very violently throwing up and sick. So, uh, it is weird. Hot showers seem to very much help on that. But the best thing to do is if you get that disease is not to consume anymore, unfortunately. I got to say, hot showers work for a lot of things. I got bad back. I got some other issues from bladder cancer back in the day. So I, I'm all about the hot showers all the time. So I guess I guess we got to go. I'm talking about weed. I'm talking about all kinds of other stuff about Beyond Karen Reed tonight. But I want to thank everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. We're the Young Jerks. We'll see you soon. And uh, again, make sure you show up if you can on Friday. For the court hearing it's going to be early i know someone was asking me if i was going to be there i don't think i'll be able to be there it's, it would be really difficult for me but i encourage people to take off work if you can if you can do it be there but i will see you all on the internet and everywhere else uh thank you so much for supporting us not sure when the next show will be, but there will be a show coming up, I guarantee you. We'll see you soon, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, supporting, sharing, and commenting, and calling in. That was, that was like, tonight. I want to do more calls with you all because I think we missed some, and you were really good. We'll see you next time, everyone. Love you. Bye.